for that tune, as Brits might say. British people, they for some reason say tune. Oh, what a tune. It's like they're incapable of saying tune. It's funny. <laughs> anyway, it's called I Don't Care. The lead singer of Three Days Grace, Adam, not even going to try and pronounce his last name, joined up with a group called Apocalyptica. Go ahead and check that out if you liked that sample. Um, if you're like me, and this quarantine, borantine has you feeling just really meh and blah, just think about all the people who are having moments that will change their lives forever. Then you won't be so jealous. Then you'll go, oh, it actually is kind of nice every day. It feels like Saturday and I'm bored and I just wish things would go back to normal. Like uh, Chris D'Elia, if you haven't heard and you've been living under a rock, he had a moment recently that will change his life forever. He's being accused of grooming underage women, which I think is the stupidest fucking word. Grooming? Are they dogs? Well, essentially, he's being accused of banging underage women and grooming them for sex, like hitting on them, flirting. Uh, I don't know why they use the word grooming. It bothers me. But he has been pretty silent. I've been waiting for his next podcast where he spills the beans or doesn't, and it's just not coming. There are just times in your life when a really raw moment occurs, just something that you know will change forever, change your the direction of your life or just you, you know, forever. And this is one of them for him. I've talked about notable moments of, of my own in the past, and uh, I just was thinking as I was writing some bullet points down for this podcast that there was one moment in particular that I just, I saw it in another person. So I had slipped on a corn auger, and I landed kind of weird, and the corner of the bin went into my torso, and it bruised my spleen. I felt like I was dying. I thought I, I thought that was it. I, I've never felt, it wasn't even like severe pain. It was just a really strange pain. But that's what happens when you bruise an organ. This isn't like bruising your arm or your elbow. It's like your actual, one of your organs getting bruised, and I had a contusion, and I thought I was dying. So after work, I went to the ER, and I was like, hey, we got to figure this shit out because I don't feel right. I'm, I'm just lethargic. I'm, I don't know what's going on. And so I'm in the ER after hours, and the only thing that separates one room from another in the ER is a curtain, and that's it. Otherwise, you can see under it, and you can hear everything that's going on. And what I forgot to mention was that on my way from Purim to Wadena, there's a 30-mile stretch there, on the right-hand side, in the ditch, was the nastiest-looking car wreck I had ever seen. Like, this car was completely smashed up, and it looked like a empty pop can, and somebody had hit it a bunch of times with a hammer and tried to crush it. It just... almost unrecognizable. Burnt beyond recognition. Well... Anyway, the helicopter, and in this small town you notice these things, but the helicopter actually airlifted. I suppose that's one of the things where you, sh you should probably not move them a whole lot if they're in that bad of a condition. So maybe they didn't, uh, I don't know. I don't know why they'd choose that over an ambulance. But anyway, the helicopter airlifted either one or both girls. They, they ended up being two girls in a wreck and I was right next to the one in the ER and she was completely like frantic screaming and yelling and crying and 
She was asking where her friend was and how her friend was doing, and so I gathered that this was the driver. And I was there, and they told her that her friend is not coming to the hospital. And I think she realized at that moment that her friend died. And I cannot imagine the guilt and the, the negativity and everything flowing in at that moment when she realized that she indirectly killed her friend. And later we found out whether it was in the newspaper or what. But yeah, there was a fatal crash. One girl survived, one did not. And I can't imagine whether it was just a complete accident and something she couldn't have controlled. Maybe somebody swerved and hit her. Maybe they were drinking. I don't know. I never did find out. But I do know that I was there for that moment when I believe she realized she killed her friend. And that is a raw moment. It is a really... She was crying a different kind of cry. Almost like she was super scared. I don't know. Scared of repercussions legally? scared of her friend's family being mad at her forever, or just scared of the regret and pain that she will feel knowing that she indirectly killed her friend. There are just these moments, right? They change you, they change the course of your life forever. And I don't know if you can have such a great positive experience that's so positive that it changes your life forever, but you can definitely have negative experiences that change your life forever. That's for damn show. Um... I look out the window here, and in typical Minnesota fashion, half the sky is like blue sky, couple clouds, pretty, and then there's like a, a middle area that's kind of a gray area, and then off in the distance you can see, looks like it's going to rain, it's dark and purple, kind of ominous. It's like a bipolar girlfriend. I don't know if you've ever dated one. I have. <laughs> Dumb cunt. So you come home, and... She has this weird look in her eye, and you're not sure if you're about to get yelled at or what. And you say, hey, babe, how you doing? And she goes, uh, whatever, you know, I'm fine. And then there's that pause. And then at the end there's, I just think it's funny how, and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. It's like that. That's what the sky looks like. Good job, Minnesota. Speaking of relationships, my sister and her boyfriend just broke up. Uh... I don't know what to say. I didn't know him that well, but they were together for a long time. She's pretty broken up about it. Uh, your first long-term breakup, it hurts. And it, it never won't hurt. It only, like, lessens. It kind of it becomes duller. But I don't think you ever fully recover, quote-unquote, from your first heartbreak. Um, she actually messaged me out of nowhere telling me about it and that she's pretty bummed. And I told her, come visit your big brother. Part of recovery or resetting is coming to terms with it, but it helps to not be in the place, in the physical, geographical location. I said, come visit me just for a few days. Come hang out with your brother. We'll drink some fireball. We'll talk. You know, we'll hang out like buddies. You'll be in a different state, a different town. Out of sight, out of mind, that sort of thing. Hoping that, come, hope, hoping that comes to fruition because... I have some wisdom that I can offer. I failed four relationships that were longer than the one that she was just out of. But I understand. It hurts, you know. And there are three sides to every story. There's hers, there's his, and then there's the truth. I get it. But mutual or not, breakups hurt. And I was telling Taylor about it because Taylor and I dated for a while. She knows my family. I was telling Taylor about 
Brandy and her boyfriend breaking up. And she said, that surprises me. And I said, what? Why? Like, I could have told you that this was going to happen. I just couldn't have told you when. Statistically speaking, like, if you're a betting man, <laughs> let's say there's a thousand-sided dice, 999 sides are, are going to result in a breakup. One out of a thousand, maybe. And it's probably even less than that. But just for reference sake, one out of a thousand means they make it. They get married. They, they live together forever until someone dies. That's super rare. So I said, why are you surprised that they broke up? The only time you should be surprised is if, is if people don't break up. Like, breakups are to be expected. Relationships fail at a staggering rate. You sh Just statistically, you should have no faith in a relationship. And I'm not talking about the ones who break up over and over and over and get back together and break up. That's not a real breakup. I mean, like, a breakup where, where in the actual meaning of the word, you break up. That kind. That's super real, and it's super common. And I was telling her, like, I'm not surprised by it at all. And she's like, yeah, but they seem so happy. And I said, yeah, all relationships seem happy. And the ones that don't, they at least act happy on social media. That's how it goes. People don't tell you how they're really feeling. That's rare. They tell you what they want you to see. And for whether it's pride or whatever it is, most people don't want to admit that they're unhappy or at the very least, they're just content. That sort of exudes some sort of failure or, or what? I don't know what it is. <coughs> I have something in my throat and I don't like it. Anyway, Taylor said, oh, you're so negative about relationships. And I said, pardon me, forgive me if I don't have a lot of enthusiasm toward relationships. I was in four of them, spanning about 13 years, put everything I had into it, all my time, my effort. I would even sacrifice hanging out with friends and family in order to try and make my relationships work if need be. And I have zero to show for it. Zilch. Nothing. Nada. Zero. I have nothing. So am I supposed to be all giddy and like, yay relationships? Uh, no. <laughs> I even swore off relationships for the however manyth time, and I haven't been pursuing it at all because I'm a man of my word. But what I have been pursuing is just companionship with females. And as, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, that's not going so well. <sighs> Tried eight times. <laughs> Succeeded zero times. I'm not even trying to date. I'm not trying to flirt. I'm not trying to do anything specific. I'm just trying to hang out and see where it goes. If it were to take off and go into like a romantic direction, I wouldn't be averse to that. I wouldn't deny it or purposely um, undermine it. I'm completely open-minded as far as that goes. Um, I'm just trying to hang out. I've tried and tried and tried, and I either get ghosted or ignored. And it's weird because, like I said, I'm not talking to tens. I'm not shooting out of my league here. I'm well within my lane. They say stay in your own lane. I am well within my... I'm not barking up the wrong tree. I don't know how to say this. Like, I don't know how to say it without sounding mean. Because I consider myself to be maybe slightly above average. And that's what I've been shooting for is slightly above average. And so it's, it's not like I'm calling up playgirl models or Victoria's Secret models and trying to holla at them, as the dark-skinned people say. Just uh, talking to 
decent looking chicks and uh, it's not going well. I don't know what it is. But, you know, I'm not totally giving up on that yet. Um, I think what it is, is men want companionship, ultimately, at the end of the day. Whether it's one of those like typical 9 to 5 guys, Hey honey, I'm home. They come home for you, madam. They want your companionship, your love, your body, your sex. Your, they want that. What I think the difference is, is women want to be wanted. I cannot simplify it much more than that. Men are addicted to companionship. Women are addicted to being wanted. There's a reason why they post selfies. There's a reason why they spend an hour or two or three, God forbid, in front of the mirror each day getting ready and trying on different pairs of clothes. They want to be looked at and they want to be wanted. Men, we throw on jeans and a t-shirt. There's a, we don't spend time like turning around and doing our little turn on the catwalk and making sure our butt looks just right in these jeans. We don't do that shit because we're not addicted to being wanted. We don't go everywhere wondering, does every guy want to fuck me? <laughs> That's how women think. Believe it or not. I mean, they might not admit it, but why else would you spend that much time getting ready and putting makeup on and taking selfies and putting yourself out there in filters and you're constantly looking for some sort of validation, some sort of uh, feeling that, oh, they want me. They love that stuff. Guys appreciate it, but not on the level that you ladies do. That's the difference between men and women, and I don't know if the reason why I've been failing so hard for the first time in my life at getting females to hang out with me is because I'm not making them feel wanted, and I'm just being so nonchalant about it, like, hey, let's hang out sometime. You know, I'm not flirting. I'm not trying to date or court or woo or be charming. I'm just trying to get someone to hang out. And if that means hang out as friends, fine. If we end up cuddling and watching a movie, fine. If we end up banging, fine. I'm I'm not after one particular thing. I just, it's fucking lonely in this apartment, okay? I'm just trying to hang out with girls. And just when it seems like conversations are going somewhere, there'll be a fucking road bump or a hiccup or something that makes zero fucking sense because, well, female logic. I've run into that a bunch of times. Um... Let's just go right down the list. I'll chop a few off because it was so short and non-existent that it wasn't ever even there. It was just a straight L, a fail. But like one girl who I've talked to over the years, throughout the years, I messaged her and she didn't read it. I mean, she still posts, so I know that she's active on Facebook and I know that little red number that sticks out like a sore thumb for Messenger indicating you have a message in the corner of your screen on Facebook. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Unless you're blind, then somebody could explain it to you. But this girl's not blind. So not only did she not leave me on read or read it, she left me on unread. And she just never read it. And then I found out, well, she has a boyfriend. And I was like, I half forgave her. Okay, she's got a boyfriend. So, but so? So you can't even message me back? Okay, bitch. I mean, I always liked her. I always cared about her. But she just just never responded, which is weird because I've kn her and I have known each other since we were like young. I don't know. I'm a little bit, I'm like six years older, but yeah, six years. But it's just so strange. And I was like, okay, so I unfriended her. See ya. There's another girl who I used to work with. She's 22. Well, I'm at the time 30. And so I'm eight years older. Not 
out of the realm of possibility I could get her to hang out. Anyway, I ran into her at my apartment complex, and I was like, hey, we should hang out sometime. And she's like, that would be cool. I come to this apartment complex quite a bit. And I was like, oh, snap. I didn't know that, but I do know why you're here, because I know who you're visiting, and I know what's going on in that apartment. But you should come over to my apartment sometime. Do you like Fireball? I love Fireball. I always have some on hand. It's fun to drink. You should come over sometime and catch a buzz. And I thought, this is a for sure, like, this is a shoe-in, because this girl is a hippie, and she likes to drink, and she likes to smoke. And I was like, hey, let's hang out sometime. And she's like, yeah, that would be cool. And so we started messaging each other, and she was answering right away. Like, as soon as I would send the message, boom, read, boom, responded. And I was like, oh, shit. And this is like the fifth girl, by the way, that I had tried since I had moved here. And then one night I was like, hey, are you free? I mean, you can stop by, hang out. And she read it and didn't respond. And then another day went by. And I was like, okay, maybe she's busy. And then another day went by, and I was like, maybe she's really busy. And then another day went by, and I was like, huh, I guess I can take a hint. So I unfriended her. See you, bitch. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't have any patience for people who don't have the basic human decency to just answer a message, especially after it started off so well. Like, I'm good at reading the room. That was going well. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense, and that's the only way I can explain it. Female logic, it doesn't make sense. You can be laughing together and having a gay old time, and then just boom, like complete ghost, gone, with no explanation, no trace, no reason, no logic. It doesn't make sense. And I have laid in bed awake, not because I'm sad about it or angry about it. I'm just genuinely perplexed and confused. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. I know this. I, I know the game. She didn't do anything wrong. It's just, she just stopped talking. Like, I don't get it. Okay, so moving on, right? Then I go to the Verizon store to get a new phone. And I meet this girl named Sarah. She's very friendly. I notice that she's making a lot of eye contact and, and looking at me. And I'm looking at her. And we have a friendly conversation for, I would say, an hour, to be fair. I don't know the exact time, but it, I was in there way longer than I needed to be. And she was telling me stories about her family, and I thought, wow, she's opening up right away. And then she said, hey, uh, it gets pretty quiet here in this little town, in this store, because I don't have a lot of customers. You should come keep me company sometime. I liked talking with you. And I said, I liked talking with you, too. I might do that. And... So I, I called the store like a couple days later, and she was like, when are you going to come see me? And I was like, hey, I will come see you anytime because you are pretty and I enjoy your company. So fast forward a few days, maybe a week, and I get a, uh, what, what came first? Okay, I got a handwritten letter that was thanking me for being a good customer. And I thought to myself, I haven't even done anything yet. I haven't even made my first payment. But I'm a good customer, and it was signed by her, and there was smiley faces, and it was like a exclamation point with a heart instead of a dot. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, that was really friendly. Most Verizon uh, employees probably won't write their thank you letters like that. And then I asked a couple people who had my stepbrother and his girlfriend who got their phones and also had her as the rep, and they were like, yeah, we didn't get a thank you letter. 
And I was like, oh, okay. I got a thank you email. <laughs> and then one night, I saw her on the People You May Know section of Facebook. And I was like, oh, shit, she's gorgeous. I'm going to add her on Facebook. So I added her on Facebook. And I sent an inbox message saying, hey, I was losing faith in the People You May Know section of Facebook until I saw your pretty face. And then not only did she not accept the friend request, not only did she not respond to the message, she straight up blocked me. Because <laughs> I went to send another message like, hey, by the way, I'm free tonight because I know that she works until 4 p.m. and it was like whatever time. And so I went to go say like, hey, are you free tonight? <coughs> and it said at the bottom, you, are, you cannot communicate with this person. And I was like, what? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? And so I was beyond confused. And I just ignored it. Like, I didn't call the store. I didn't go in there to visit. I was like, fuck you too, bitch. Bye. Because I've said goodbye to so many girls already. You know, I'm just like, whatever. What's another one? Not even going to begin to ask what I did wrong this time because I know it was nothing. And I know that she had a boyfriend, but I was definitely willing to hang out as friends. And I don't know, like, every, every relationship has different rules. Some guys would be okay with a female having male friends as long as you don't fuck them, which, you know, these days, it's tough to tell a girl not to do. Like, most girls will be like, wah, 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 and just down on a dude's wiener just because. And, you know, I don't know where I stand on that issue. Like, you're, you're kind of being too controlling and not allowing them to live their life if you say, no, you don't talk to guys. You don't hang out with guys. Like, maybe you shouldn't hang out as a girl with a guy friend if it's just you and him. Maybe that's a little bit much. But to say you don't get to hang out with guys at all or talk to guys, that's a bit too much. So I'm kind of in the middle on that. Well, anyway, I knew she had a boyfriend, but I was 100% going to respect and just say, let's, let's hang out, right? Friends, for now. I'm playing the long-term game, right? I'll, I don't have patience for a lot of things, but for her, I, I was willing to play the waiting game because I know all relationships eventually fail. They just do. And not by, not all as in 100%, all as in 99.9%, .9%, so effectively, all. And so as soon as I found out she was in a relationship, I was like, he's basically just holding on to that until the next guy shows up. That's how I look at it, because I don't have faith in relationships to last, and nor should I, statistically or any other way. So anyway, she blocks me, and I'm like, okay, that's, this is just fucking stupid at this point. I've, I've given up, and then I'm like, I'll try again with this girl, because guys are stupid. And then another one doesn't make any fucking sense or any logical, reasonable moves or their words don't match their actions. And you're just like, OK, this is fucking stupid. Right. And so after she blocks me, I get a text on my phone. And at this point, I had not given her my number. The only reason she knew my number was because she works at the Verizon store. And the text said something about. Hi, this is Sarah from Verizon. I understand here. No, we at Verizon understand that keeping in touch with the ones you love is very important. If there's anything that we can do or I can do to help you, just let me know. I'm here for you. And I was like, hey, I asked my stepbrother and his girlfriend, did you guys get a text message to your phone from Sarah? And they were like, no, we didn't get the email. 
We didn't get the thank you letter that was handwritten. We didn't get smiley faces all over our paperwork. We didn't get an invite to hang out while she's at work to keep her company. And we definitely didn't get a text message. And I was like, okay. So I get all of these like letters and emails and, and, and you know, a phone, phone call. I talked to her and, you know, when she was at the store. And then she blocks me on Facebook. One of these things is not like the other. Color me perplexed at this point. I'm like, okay. And then I get a text from her on my phone. I didn't give you my number. The only reason she got it is because she works there and she looked up my number. Okay. Then I reply to the text and, of course, no answer. And so I'm like, okay. So I give up, right, on yet another one because girls don't know what the fuck they want. So how am I supposed to know what they want? They don't make sense. They're like, they're like a paradox. It's true and it's not true. It's left and it's right. It's up and it's down. It doesn't make sense. They're not consistent at all. And then fast forward like a long time. I've had my phone for two months now at least. Yeah, because I've made two payments. Right, monthly payments. And I called the store today to ask if my payment went through because I set up an auto pay. And it was Sarah. And I said, hey, Sarah, this is Ben. Uh, I'm not going to waste your time. But I just uh, just have a question about my phone. Because I want to be passive aggressive and I want to be petty. And I want to like get a quick jab in and be, just be like, fuck you, bitch. I, I want this to happen. But I'm also trying to be professional. I know that some calls are recorded. I know that I'm calling the company store and personal and professional lives need to be kept separate, right? So I'm just like, yeah, what's up, Sarah? This is Ben. You know me. I'm not going to waste your time, but did my payment go through? And then she explained how it was going to go through. And I said, uh, yeah, I used to be your favorite customer. You told me that once. And I was expecting her to go, uh-huh, yep, okay, I'm going to go now. But she didn't. She said, you still are, sweetheart. And I said, huh? And I like paused because that totally caught me off guard. You know when you have a imaginary argument in your head you go, oh, this is what I'm going to say, and then they'll say this, and then I'm going to come back with this. You know, you kind of line it up like that. You prepare yourself. I didn't prepare for that answer. I 100% was caught off guard, and that doesn't happen to me very often. I don't get caught off guard very often because I'm the one that's four steps ahead of you. And I may be like an average dude with an average dong, but there there is one area where I'm well above average, and that's the mental warfare game. That's the psychology of it that's where I've got you, right? But I did not, I honestly, because I'm so confused by being blocked without a word, I'm blocked on Facebook. So I'm like, oh, she hates me. Okay. I don't know what I did, but I don't have to know. It doesn't have to make sense. Girls don't make sense. And she's like, you still are sweetheart. And I was like, huh? What? I, what? You know, I didn't even know what to say. And she goes, I've just been going through a really rough time lately, so I apologize. And I was like, what? Like, I totally didn't prepare for this. I prepared uh, for, like, a quick, you know, passive-aggressive battle that you, madam, were going to lose from the start. And then she uh, told me about it. She got a ticket, and her day is going shitty. She got yelled at, whatever. She's just having a shitty day. And then I remembered that... Uh, my stepbrother's girlfriend knows her and said uh, she's single like her and her boyfriend broke up and the timing is strange they broke up like right after I started talking to her 
and I don't know if I had something to do with it, and that's why she blocked me. I don't know if me talking to her pissed off her boyfriend, and so to appease him, she blocked me. But all I know now is that she's single, and she said I'm her favorite, and she called me sweetheart, and she sent me a text to my phone thanking me for being a good customer. She wrote me a handwritten letter. I got an email, and she blocked me on Facebook, all in the same in this if you like if you have a mixing bowl that's like adding cinnamon and sugar and brown sugar and diarrhea that's what's it doesn't make sense right like oh that's good oh that's yummy too oh this is going to be delicious now there's diarrhea in there that's my relationship with her that's the extent of it and that's why i consider that a fail as well because it doesn't make any sense she was looking at me like she wanted my PP when I was in the store. And when we were talking, there was good chemistry. The conversation was flowing. We were making eye contact. You know when you know and you know. It, it, there was something there. And I don't know if something meaning friendship or something meaning there was like some sort of sexual tension or what. I couldn't even read the room that day. I was kind of caught off guard, to be honest. And like I said, that just doesn't happen that often. And... Then all of the, the good with the good, and then to get blocked, and then have more good. And so we actually talked on the phone today for, I don't know, like seven minutes. It was less than ten minutes. But my my question about my phone was five seconds. I was like, hey, did my payment go through? She's like, yeah, you can check on my Verizon if it went through. And then I was like, okay, so, so sorry to bother you. And she's like, you never bother me. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's... Um, it doesn't fucking make sense. Pisses me off. And uh, I don't know what to think. So then uh, let's just move on to the most recent girl. <sighs> this girl I also have talked to off and on throughout the years. Her name isn't important. I've always considered her an acquaintance only because I've always been in a relationship. As I, I, I dated Cuntface and then I dated Taylor, but all the while I had talked to this girl, and I didn't know if there was anything there. Obviously, when you're in a relationship, you're not pursuing like relationships with anybody else unless you're a piece of shit, which I'm not. And so I never knew if there was anything else there. But she's an attractive girl, and we've always gotten along well. We have good talks, and so I messaged her when I moved to this apartment, and I was like, "Hey." Long time no see. And she's like, I was wondering if I'd ever get a message from you again. And then we proceeded to talk and talk and talk and talk. And then her boyfriend read through her phone and found out we were talking and didn't like the content, I guess, and told her, I don't like him. You're not allowed to talk to him. From now on, you only talk to guys that I okay. I have to okay it before you can talk to a guy. And then I got unfriended out of fucking nowhere from her. And again, I was like, what? We just talked last night. We had a great conversation. No explanation, nothing. Just got unfriended. And I was like, I, I'm so frustrated because women are so fucking stupid. They don't make sense. Their actions don't match their words. At this point, I'm just like, I wish I was gay because men make sense. I, I'm not gay. I've never once looked at a dude and been like, mm, his butt. But yeah, so then I messaged her like a passive aggressive, like, okay, nice knowing you. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't know you got unfriended. I'm sorry. And then she explained to me that her boyfriend went through her phone and 
unfriended people that she's not allowed to talk to. And I said, well, you have to ask yourself two questions. One, who gets to tell you who you can and cannot talk to and when you can and cannot talk to them? And two, are you happy? Because it's, it just seems like you, you're just not in a good position if you've got a boyfriend going like, you know, acting like this. And she said, nobody tells me what to fucking do. I bitched him out for this. And I was like, good, because that's bullshit. And then she added me back. And then we talked some more. And like, um, I told her because she had a, an abusive past. I told her, hey, if you ever feel like you're not welcome where you're at, if you ever feel like that home is not a home, but it's a house and you're just kind of a guest there and no one should ever have to feel that way. I said, I always have a spare bedroom here and I will not make you feel like a guest. It will be just as much your place as it is mine. And I offered this as a friend. I said, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what's going on. I, I, if you don't want to say, you don't have to. It's none of my business. I said, I'm just throwing this offer out here. If you ever need a place to stay during the night, a bed. I have a spare bed. It's a comfortable one. And I have a spare room. If you ever just need a place to hang out during the day, if you need someone to vent, if you need anything like that, just shoot me a message. And I promise... There's no pressure. There's no uh, negativity. It's just a light atmosphere where we can just chill. And if you want to have your, you know, your own time in your own room, like there, I just, I went through the ringer and I said, hey, you don't have to feel shitty. You don't have to be controlled. I'm here, right, as a friend. And I've offered food and a place to stay to many people. I'm not just doing it because she's an attractive girl. I've never flirted with her. I, I just, we're just, we're cool. We always have been. And she said, well, my boyfriend thinks you're trying to get into my pants because you offered me a place to stay. And I said, when have I ever flirted? If I was trying to get in your pants and I was like a typical douchebag guy that slides into the DM with the level one fucking flirting like, hey girl, when are we going to hang out? Durr. Like, obviously I'm far superior to that. There's that guy, that stupid douchebag, like, when are we going to chill? <laughs> there's that, right? And then there's me going, hey, I care about you. Hey, I care about a lot of people. If you need someone to talk to, or more importantly, someone to listen. If you need a place to stay where you feel safe and there's no pressure. Yada, that's the difference between me and those guys. Like, <laughs> we want to fuck, right? They just have no game. And I hate that I use the word game, but I don't know how else to explain it. They have no... <sighs> understanding of the game, the game between men and women, because that's what it is. It's a game of tennis. We live in these a series of moments. Uh, hey, I hit the ball to you. Do you like the ball? Hey, you hit the ball back to me. Like, and then you get kind of this volley going. And whether it's a positive or negative experience in that moment, that adds up. And the more positive points you amass, you accrue, you acquire for your bank account for said female the more she's going to let in general. Now, obviously, you can do nothing wrong. You can have only positive experiences with a female and be completely shut out and blocked. That happens, too, because they don't make sense. As I've mentioned, ad nauseum. But I'm bothered by it, so I have to continually mention it. So anyway, a week or two goes by, and Taylor sent me a screenshot of what this girl posted on Facebook. She's like, I can't do this anymore. Fuck it, I'm done. And I was like, ooh, I mean, I wonder if that's about like her family or her, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or her friends, like I didn't know what it was about, 
but I was like, oh, she, she needs someone, right? So I messaged her, and I was like, what's up? And she goes, do you still have that spare room? And immediately I was so excited. I was like, yes, yes, I do. Not that we'll need it because, I mean, I have a king-size bed. <laughs> hey, yes, I do. I didn't say that, but I was like, yes, I do. Why? What's up? And she goes, I can't live with him anymore. I won't. I refuse. And I was like, well, you are definitely welcome to stay here. But according to my lease, if someone stays here longer than two weeks, I have to add you to the lease. And because I'm the manager here, I can't really break rules that I can't allow other people to break. So I said, just so you know, if it ends up being longer than two weeks, we got to at least temporarily add you to the lease. She didn't want to do that. So she moved in with her mom. Uh, Didn't want to be on the lease, that is, because that would have made the rent go up for, you know, it's based on your income. So like if two people's income are living in the same area, it's going to go up to like 700 bucks instead of like the fucking no rent that I have right now, because I kind of have that taken care of. That's part of the gig, the being the manager of the apartment complex. And so she moved in with her mom. But anyway, we talked a lot more and we were getting somewhere like we were, we were discussing hanging out and spending some time together and we actually made plans on a day and then she canceled last minute and I was like all right whatever and she goes but tomorrow though and I was like tomorrow what (laughs) and she's like only if you're not busy and I was like I don't know what my schedule is but for you I'm not busy I'm what time tomorrow (laughs) I was gonna make time like I didn't know what was going on the next day but I was like you're gonna come visit me guess what I'm free now might not have been free before free now and I I said tomorrow morning I have some sort of training that I have to go through for work uh, on like move-ins and move-outs how to do the paperwork properly and whatnot but it's only a couple hours and then I'll be home at like 10 30 11 in the morning and she goes ah good I'll be in town to take care of some bills I'll stop by and see you and I was like ooh I don't even care what she means by that I don't care if she means I'll stop by and see you as in we'll sit and talk or we'll sit and bang or we'll sit and cuddle. I don't care what that means. I'm just excited that you're going to come visit me because I like you. And so then I get out of my training and I'm like all excited. I get home and then I message her, hey, I'm home now. (laughs) And I'm expecting her to be like, yeah, I'm coming over. And she goes, oh, I actually already went into town and I took care of that stuff and I'm home now. And her mom lives out of town. So I was like, oh, okay, so two times in a row? Well, this isn't baseball. You don't get three strikes. At this point, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, whatever. I mean, if you really wanted to see me, you would have by now, right? Been asking for months. I understand the quarantine thing, the social distancing thing. I understand the you had a controlling boyfriend thing. But now... There's none of that. Now it's like you just don't want to hang out. If you did, you would. That's it's that simple. And my guy, my my guy, my dad told me when I was young. He goes, "You'll never have to wonder if they want you. You'll know. Trust me. Like they'll they'll act like it." And turns out she's not interested. If she was, she'd want to hang out. So then I said, "Okay." I took a few deep breaths and I was like, "Okay. Um what are you doing tomorrow night?" You know? Because that's the next night. It'd be the third night in a row. And I was like, I'll, I'll suck it up, swallow my pride, we'll try again. And she never answered. And the next day she never answered. 
and the next day she never answered. And here we are almost a week later. She's posted constantly. She's been online constantly. Never answered. Uh, again, did nothing wrong. Uh, everything was positive. Um, that's how much sense they make. They just, their words and their actions just don't match. Like me, if I say it, I mean it. If I say I'll do it, I'll do it, unless I'm not fucking physically able to. When, when I say something, it matters. When they say something, it doesn't matter. They could say, my favorite color is red. And then you bring them somewhere to like make an art project, and they choose any color but red. And be like, wait, I thought your favorite color was red. Yeah, but I chose green. Uh, okay, that makes sense, right? Or if, if a girl tells you, my favorite flavor is chocolate. Of course it is. You love, never mind. And then you get them a chocolate cone, and they're like, uh... I wanted cherry. You'd be like, what? That's how much sense they make. They make less sense than that. It, it's fucked up. So, I'm petty. I'm passive-aggressive. I like to get back at people whenever they piss me off or do something fucked up. And I've wanted to get back at these fucking weenies who have no social IQ, apparently, and don't know how to, like... I should be nicer. I should be nicer because I realize not everybody has a decent grasp over psychology. Deep breaths, Ben. They just don't make sense. I don't know how else to word it. Um, if they were counting to ten, it would be like one, two, seven, four, right? Nothing's chronological. Nothing's logical. Ah, it just makes me angry. And then she, I, I checked the Facebook news feed. And she posted something about OnlyFans. Now, if you don't know what OnlyFans is, it's basically like premium Snapchat. It's basically where you pay money to see extra content from somebody. And it gets abused, of course, by sluts who like to show their titties for money. And what else can you call a girl who, who shows her tits for money other than a whore or a prostitute or a slut, right? Some people don't see it that way, to each their own. I mean, I like to use definitions. I like to use stats and facts, but everyone's different. And she shared a post that I completely disagreed with to the point where I wanted to fucking start a debate. And the post said, you should be thankful that if you have a girlfriend who sends nudes for money to guys that she chooses you and gives you her nudity, her naked body for free when she charges other guys. Here are the pros of dating a girl who sends nudes for money uh, there's more income um, she's more comfortable with her sexuality girl power right uh, it just listed a bunch of like dumb shit like that about the pros of dating a girl it was basically encouraging young girls to like send naked pictures to random guys for money <clears throat> through OnlyFans which obviously I mean if you have any morals at all if, if you had parents who did their job, you would know that's a bad idea. Here, uh, you give me $20 and I'll send you a picture of my butthole. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm never going to be with a girl like that. And the cons. The cons of dating a girl uh, that sends nudes to guys for money was, oh, you're so fragile and insecure that you don't want other guys to see your girlfriend or your wife naked. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. What the fuck? When, since when did wanting your significant other to only get naked for you 
make you fragile and insecure. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I wanted to reach through the computer and strangle her for sharing that. She was like, this. And I was like, oh my God, I thought I liked you. What the fuck? I mean, I still do, but that's... You can you can like someone, whether it's as a, as a friend or as more, and still disagree with some of the things they believe. I get it. But this takes the cake for the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Guys who don't want their girlfriends to make extra money by sending pictures of their tits and their vagina to other guys they're just so fragile and insecure it's like well let me ask you a question if you're my girlfriend are you my girlfriend or are you every guy's girlfriend you're my girlfriend okay okay so uh why do all of the guys get to see you naked (laughs) i thought that was like a personal thing i thought that was like an intimate thing i thought part of tying a knot with someone and being with someone as your significant other meant like they only have sex with you and they only like that's if I'm a girl and you're my boyfriend my tits are yours for now I mean relationships fail they suck eventually we'll break up because most relationships almost all relationships fail but for now these are your boobs this is your vagina this is your butt I'm not going to go flaunt it by wearing low-cut shirts and showing off my tits because I want to be wanted, because that's what women want. Maybe I wouldn't make a very good girl because I make sense. Um, I'm not going to wear extremely tight yoga pants and so all guys can stare at my ass. I'm not going to send naked pictures of myself to guys because I'm your girlfriend. And I realize this is ridiculous because I'm like, I'm your girlfriend, I have a low voice. But like, I'm trying to explain this so that it makes sense. If I am dating a girl, I want to be the only one dating her. And one of the perks of putting up with your shit and your moodiness and your inconsistency is I exclusively am in this club. And this club involves you naked. And I, I would appreciate if I was the only member of this club while we date. Like, after we date, you can have a train run on you, you can, go, you can do gangbangs, you can fulfill your heart's desire, you can live out your fantasies, and that's a whole new debate, a different debate, whether or not girls want that. Shannon and I believe that most girls, if not all, secretly want to just take D after D after D after D, otherwise they wouldn't dress the way they do, act the way they do, talk the way they do, yada yada. I'm not going to argue it, because that's... That's just semantics at this point. Like, the proof is in the pudding. Just observe. Observe and report. <laughs> um, yeah, so fucking OnlyFans. It's cool if you're single. Like, if I'm single and girls are like, I'll pay you 20 bucks for a picture of your fucking boring-ass normal dick, I'll do it. <laughs> but not if I'm in a relationship. Because if I'm in a relationship, this is your boring average dick, madam. This is not everyone's. And I expect the same respect and commitment from you. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, if we're dating, are we each other's or are we everyone else's too? Because if that's the the case, what's the point in dating? Hmm. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, people are fucking stupid. Ah, flaky chicks. 0 for 8. Never in my life would I... If you would have asked me when I was like 17... Hey, do you think when you're 30 or in your 30s you'll you'll struggle with girls? I'd have been like, no. Back then I was in better shape. I was more youthful and better looking. 
I was probably more intelligent because like book smart, you know, when you're fresh in school, everything's fresh in your mind. But I wasn't more wise. Eh, I don't know. Those girls that fucking refuse to hang out and they refuse to respond and message you back, but they'll spend most of the day fucking scrolling through Facebook and refreshing Instagram feed and like, that's what you want to do with your life? You could be getting back rubs. You could be getting dick. You could be getting... You could be conversing and exercising your demons and just talking and and working things out and becoming a better human and that's what you want to do because like this girl in particular I like her but a lot of her posts are I'm not happy I'm never happy I'm sad at this point if a clown offered me to follow him into the woods I would just go like she shares a lot of these like ooh poor me posts but she's got a person who is excellent at talking and listening and can get to the bottom of issues and pick your brain she has access to like a gold mine of information and she's like I'm not going to respond to you for no reason I know we were talking and we were planning on hanging out but without any explanation just going to quit talking to you yep so what I did was I sent my farewell message I said well I hope you and your daughter find happiness I, I don't remember verbatim exactly what it was. I said, I, I, I hope, I said, well, I hope you enjoy your new place and that you find happiness for you and your daughter. That's what's important, right? And well, I sent that. And I expected, like, at least a thank you or, or something. Nope, no response to that. And it's been almost a week, so I was considering unfriending her. I'm just, like, out of sight, out of mind. See you, bitch, like I've done with all the other ones, but I, I just couldn't get myself to do it because I, I care. She might not make sense. She might have zero logic and reason. But that's girls, right? They just don't make sense. Some of the shit they fucking say. It's like a toddler. A toddler saying something they overheard but they don't understand. That's that's girls. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Facts just don't matter. Whatever, man. I'm going to wrap it up here. And we um, will pick up where we left off It's another time. It was nice checking in with y'all again. I hope all is well, and I hope you're having better luck with finding any sort of companionship at all than I am. Have a good one.